Hello there, and welcome to the Psychology Report. You know, over the years, many, many years actually, schools across the country have allowed and have encouraged after-school activities of various kinds. Certainly structured uh, school activities have been encouraged. These involve sports, as well as interest groups, as well as skill development types of uh, classes or groups. And one of the groups that have um, enjoyed the benefit of after-school uh, presence and working with students has been what is called the Good News Clubs. The Good News Clubs. Good News Clubs are essentially Bible study uh, clubs for young children, generally in the upper elementary grades, and sometimes into the junior high years. And the Good News Club is really a, uh, is an opportunity to uh, not only provide a structured learning environment for the children after school, particularly those that don't go home right away because their parents are working, but to instruct them in religious concepts and values and uh, principles. It's a highly structured organization and operates on the basis of volunteers uh, assigned to a particular school and throughout the year uh, they use the school facility after school for the children who want to attend and attend on a voluntary basis. In other words, they've enjoyed a very uh, strong presence in the school for many years and uh, almost every major city in the country has after school good news clubs. But you know, if you can remember back about two, three, four years ago, the IRS was um, under attack because there were a number of religious organizations that, that applied for a nonprofit status with the government so that they could operate their system of, uh, in, of whatever they were involved in as a nonprofit organization but do it with a certain amount of tax immunity. And uh, the IRS, kind of uh, under President Obama, uh, delayed uh, the applications for these organizations. Many of them, as many as seven years, had to wait for an application to be processed so that they can proceed to do business as a nonprofit organization. Well, at the very same time that that was going on, and it was a... Um, Real ruckus across the country. But at the same time that was going on, in Seattle, Washington, there was another club, school club, that was starting to gain presence and gain uh, interest and had applied for nonprofit status and got it within a matter of a week. Ten days, I think it was. Actually, ten days. And that club was known as After School Satan Club. After School Satan Club. And they had applied for the nonprofit status, just like anyone else. Ten days later, they get it. They didn't have to wait five, six, and seven years like others uh, were required to wait. Now, the After School Satan Club was interested only in providing a club on the campuses where there's a good news club. In other words, their purpose was to oppose any type of religious or Christian teaching or instruction. It was an oppositional group. 
It was a hostile defensive group that applied for nonprofit status because they wanted to have presence in the school systems where there was a good news club and then set up an oppositional structure, a, an opposing structure, a conflictual structure on that particular campus. So their purpose was not to really develop a, uh, a positive program and a positive presence on the campus, but one of hostile disregard for anything having to do with religion on campus. So what about this after-school Satan club? Well, they applied for nonprofit status out of Seattle, Washington. And it was sponsored by what is known as the Seattle Satanic Temple. They have an email address. And the purpose was stated to be character development in after-school Satan club. Character development. And they expected somewhere between 10 and 15 kids to come to the club activities per school. Now that's what the application said when they actually filed it and was given it, uh, given or, or was granted permission to go ahead and start operating as a uh, school club within 10 days. So let's take a look at this kind of club. Well, what in the world was or is a satanic club? Well, its purpose it was stated to be character development. That is, the adult instructors that were there were to help students develop character, which means they were to develop critical reasoning skills, uh, character qualities, problem-solving skills, creative expression, and, and similar kinds of, of character development skills. That's what their application stated that their purpose was and that they would try to fulfill. Their logo, interestingly, was a pencil with a devil's horn on it. The devil's horns. So that was the logo. And um, this club really didn't go very far and really didn't develop, but it did apparently develop in a couple schools in the Seattle area and maybe a few other areas around the country. But uh, basically... It was not a successful operation. Why? Well, because they were only interested in opposing something religious, something that had to do with Christianity, and uh, had no positive reason to exist other than to oppose something. And that's always the death keel of an organization. You don't exist to provide opposition to something that is successful. Uh, you always lose in those kind of no situations. But anyway, I thought it would be interesting to ask if you, any of you, have knowledge of the satanic uh, clubs in your area where you live. Are there any? Or do any exist? Have any existed in the past but have gone out of business, so to speak? Uh, and do you know anything about them? Because you don't hear very much about them uh, because of the strong nature of them. But um, I would be interested in knowing if any of you have knowledge or know of a club that is in existence. Um, send me an email, Alan G. Hedberg at spcglobal.net. I'd be very glad to hear from you if you have any knowledge 
of a satanic club in your area. But schools are bombarded by these kinds of requests of uh, organizations that want to use the school property because it's there. And often school properties are used for uh, Christian religious education, churches, church meetings, and so on. They're often often used for AA meetings and other kind of community events. Uh, so schools are used in these kind of ways. But this is something different. This is something um, that is oppositional in nature. It just seems to me that a school has the right to allow a club to operate in a, on, a, on, a, on the campus and use its facilities regardless of what the purpose might be, uh, as long as it's not anti-American. But here's a club that meets and exists only to oppose something else. And why would a school, why would a school allow any organization to use its facilities when the stated purpose is not to advance the cause of the club, but to hinder and oppose the cause and purpose of another club. Uh, that's, to me, the issue that schools have not thought through or certainly should think through. Don't let your school be used by a campus group when its sole purpose is to create a fight, is to create a conflict, is to create opposition is to create differences and strength of differences within the community, within the neighborhood. That means schools are just promoting conflict and promoting fights and promoting uh, bully types of behavior. This club is a bully club. It exists to oppose something. It exists to fight something. It exists to take issue with something. It exists to uh, create a fight with something else and put them out of business, so to speak. That's bully behavior. And schools are already overwhelmed with bully behavior among the students. Why would you want your campus to be a site where bully behavior takes place after school through various types of organizations such as the after-school satanic club? Well, this has been the Psychology Report. Interesting question for you to ponder and uh, look at your own community. And uh, you may want to take some action if there is such a club in your community. You may want to monitor this pretty closely and uh, take some action on the issue. So um, go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. And if you're looking for a locksmith, go to Lehman, Lehman Lock and Safe Company. They're in Fresno, California on Shaw Avenue by First Street, First Street and Shaw. And um, they're the ones, if you have a, clock, a lock problem or a key problem, they're the ones to go to. Mr. Lehman will answer your problem. He's the expert at it. So um, great place to go if you have a key or lock problem or desire to buy a safe. So it's Lehman Lock and Safe Company, Shaw Avenue, near first in Fresno. And um, thanks for joining me tonight, and bye for now. Bye-bye.